This is the World Industrial News for Tuesday, June 7th, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to part nine of their podcast, Addressing Climate Change with the Internet of Things and AI. Okay, um, I wanted to move on for a second. At, at OSI Soft, we believe people with data can transform their world. What is needed to do this? How does providing people with data allow them to address global warming? Well, the main thing about having the data is that it tells you what actions to take on. Now, some of those actions will be, in fact, uh, executed by people. Other actions will be executed automatically. But without good, solid reliable data, you can't do that. So you have to go back to the philosophy of I'm going to build my whatever power generation grid, et cetera, so I can be standalone and I don't care if anybody else is running or not, because you actually have to care because mm-hmm. of this communication between all the entities. And so where where the people are empowered is that if you know what actions to take, then you can you can take actions on them. If you can see ways of predicting when you have to take action, you can actually implement those actions automatically. In an autonomous vehicle, if you're going to hit something, you stop. And what the AI will bring to that will bring a more heuristic design where you can more closely mimic the actual people doing it, but far more rapidly and able to handle the kind of data volumes they got they have to deal with. Okay, great. Empowering the people with data. Excellent. Um, so the one final concept that I wanted to talk with you about, um, the U.S. Department of Energy, through their Office of Electricity, they came out with the North American Energy Resilience Model, or NARMS, um, I think it was back in July of, of last year, 2019. If the U.S. government had a situational awareness center of all of the energy in the nation, including electrical, oil, gas, water. What would that look like? And how would the data in our customer systems help? Most, it looks almost like what we would call a center of reliability combined with a remote operating center, combined with an operating center, and et cetera. It's basically a center that brings together all this information to where you can supply it to different people slash apps slash whatever. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Major investment firms are raising their forecasts for crude oil prices, citing the lingering supply-side challenges that are adding up among the world's major producers. Both Brent Crude Oil and Texas West Intermediate were holding at about $120 per barrel on Monday, compared with $70 per barrel one year ago. Supply-side issues suggest $150 could be in the cards. Those supply-side issues are largely the result of Western-backed sanctions targeting some of the world's major oil producers. Only Saudi Arabia has the means to put more oil on the market in short order. 
Archer Daniels Midland and Poet LLC each are expected to receive $50 million from the USDA to cover losses of a combined 45 facilities that were negatively affected by market trends during the COVID-19 pandemic. The aid is part of a $700 million package to support 195 U.S. biofuel facilities that had to cut production or fully close. Industrial Info is tracking more than $1.2 billion worth of active projects from ADM and POET, including activity at plants involved in the production of ethanol and other biofuels. Both companies are cautiously pursuing expansions and improvements at some of their biofuel production facilities. ADM and POET also are building and expanding plants that produce material commonly used as feedstocks for ethanol and other biofuels. Science, technology, and pharmaceutical major Merck Group is to spend 440 million euros or 474 million U.S. dollars to expand its membrane and filtration manufacturing capabilities in Ireland. The investment will be split across its membrane manufacturing capacity in Carrig Two Hill and the construction of a new manufacturing facility at Blarney Business Park, both located in County Cork in the south of Ireland. India's petroleum refining industry is planning to add 595,000 barrels per day of hydrocracker unit capacity by 2027 via $4.6 billion of investments to meet increased diesel demand and reduce residual fuel oil production. And sustainable aviation fuel production is accelerating across Japan's petroleum refining industry following an agreement between the regulators and the airline industry to replace 10% of all aviation fuel with sustainable aviation fuel or bioaviation fuel by 2030. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.